on the Koshcast. The Canadian Premier League teams have kits, the top four race in the English Premier League is doing bits, Watford's done Wolves in the FA Cup semi is it, not long until the Champions League gets heavy, in Spain Barca win 2-0 against Atleti, in Italy Juve beat Milan with a few minutes to go, who would have betted? We'll round things off with Toronto FC because it gets a little empty without Alejandro Pozuelo. Welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. Mohanad is here. Hello. And he's doing stretches. I'm twerking. Do you feel? I honestly thought he was twerking. <laughs> Who are you? Up, upper body twerk. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Bernie. Nice to have you. Thank you. We are once again missing Roche. Still studying for that mysterious exam. Mystery exam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we wish him luck. Absolutely. Do we? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, because <laughs> then he'll be back. Yeah, then you know? it's over. Yeah, if he has yeah. to do it again, then we'd miss him for another however true. many months. This is true. Anyway, uh, we thought we'd start today. You know, the Canadian Premier League is coming up. It's starting very soon, it's actually. It's coming up. So you better get the Premier League started. It's I- coming oh. home. Wow. Two different songs. It is. Wow. It's coming home. Mohanad always changes the song. <laughs> it's no, the one that he knows. I am really bad. Like my musical ability is below zero. Like yeah. I can hear it. Mm-hmm. I cannot to save my life. I cannot reproduce it. I can confirm that this is true. Yeah. I went to karaoke for the first time in my life too. Oh, how was that? They shut down. <laughs> what, what did you try to sing? I don't know, man. I tried to. Th- you know how I'm such a big Eminem fan. Yeah. And in my head, I'm rapping it perfectly. Never rap a karaoke. Impossible. You try which song? All of them lose yourself. Like all of <laughs> oh, them you just kept going more and more. The best song is "Who Let the Dogs Out" because I can say the "Who" part really well. Right. Oh, yeah. I remember we had a uh, we had we have a friend who yeah. did "Who Let the Dogs Out" and the whole place. This is like a public place yeah. on the floor. <laughs> on the floor. Yeah, that was great. I still have the footage. We'll post it on Twitter. Nice. No. I just stick to Miami by Will Smith. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, right, we thought we'd start this week with a quick look at the Canadian Premier League kit launch. Yeah. Every team's got their got their home and away jerseys out. No third kits yet, mm. thankfully. <laughs> but we thought we'd go through them, have a little look, see what we think. Give you a little bit of a TMZ section. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so should I do a stupid voice? No, you should do like, who are you wearing today? Oh, yeah. I'm wearing <laughs> Macron. <laughs> I'm wearing Macron. <laughs> Who's the next person wearing? Also Macron. All right. Um, Cavalry FC, Calgary's team, home kit. Red with a white stripe or a sash. Diagonal, yeah. Looks a bit, Canadian national team looks a bit river plate. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? I'm a fan of the sash. I like any team that has a, has a sash. I like the uh, sleeve and collar white. Mm. Okay. I always like when the sleeve and collar end in a different color. All right. Fair I would enough. say home kit, 8 out of 10, away kit, shit. The, the, the away kit is like a military green. Yeah. I, I like it only because there's not enough green teams. In the world. And I think CPL did a lot of greens. There is a lot of greens. We'll get to them. I think the reason is, though, that it, the, the grass is yeah. green. Right? Yeah. That's why most teams don't have... Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, they could be playing in snow, so... Exactly. Joking, <laughs> joking. Not in, uh, in Calgary. That's not yeah. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. FC Edmonton home kit. Dark mm. blue with a light blue stripe across Lightning the front. Lightning stripe. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm six item on the home kit. Love the away kit, the pinstripe look. I'm, really? I'm a big fan of that. I'm not feeling that that away pinstripe thing. I actually can decide. Also, are these players? The one on the right looks yeah. a bit fat. Yeah, <laughs> I was asking, are these models of players? Are they players? The one on the right needs to get in shape for the season. <laughs> he's got, he's got a month. He's got a month. Not, not even. I like the collar though on that away shirt. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, a color. I always enjoy a color. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so FC Edmonton home kit. I'm gonna go six. Yeah, five, six. Away kit for me. That's a three. 
Mm. Wow. I like it. I actually like it a lot. It's a seven for me. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm aligned with that. All yeah. right, we'll move on. Here we go. Getting controversial. Hamilton Forge FC home kit. It's very orange. That's a keeper's kit. <laughs> like the orange yeah. one is what a keeper would wear and they would look great on a keeper. But it's not for the whole team to wear. It's too much. Are these not the colors of Hamilton or something? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. the idea? So yeah. it's that's just their yeah, color. Yeah, but do more with the design. Like, it's so plain that it's so, like, so plain, I think, keeper. I, I'm also not going to lie. The Tim Horton sponsorship doesn't help. Mm. It doesn't help. Anyway. I, I kind of liked it in a strange way. I thought it was the most original. Except like, for the fact that it's just orange and nothing else. Going on. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, I, I, I kind of like it. I think their logo is the best. Yes, the H yes. with the yeah, I like it's that. very nice. I like that too. The away kit, which is grey with little orange bits, reminds me of Chelsea in ninety four, ninety five. You guys remember that kit? Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of teams. You, you posted that and it was ugly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm so giving this a seven out of ten both ways. Nah, I'm going like four. Way too generous. Bernie just loves a kit. Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah. Four, four sound fine to me. Here we go. Here's the good stuff. Mm. Halifax Wanderers. Look at that home kit with that. That dark blue with the light blue collar and the sleeves. I love the light blue accent on the dark. And that blue is shimmery too. You can tell it's not matte. And I like that. And I like the collar and I like the buttons. And Volkswagen is a proper sponsor. It does help that the guy wearing it is fit. (laughs) Yeah. Home kit I love. The away kit, the Volkswagen thing. I'm not... It looks like Wu-Tang. Like symbol. (laughs) It's a bit bit Man City. Yeah. But you can tell like from the details. Look, if you look into the light blue carefully, there's the... There's those waves in there, like it. They, Which makes given sense because uh, it's Halifax, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I like I, it. I like that. I'm going eight. I'm, I'm going, going eight. the highest so far, eight on the left for the home, and like a uh, six. I'm okay. going sevens because you guys told me I'm going too high. So <laughs> <laughs> I think the next one might just beat it. At least the home kit. We've oh. got the purple. Is that Riyad Mahrez? Purple Pacific FC. <laughs> Is that Victor Van Dyke <laughs> on the right side? <laughs> I don't know how I feel about these. The green isn't too bad. The purple every week. I like the purple. Really? And yeah, again, exactly. goalkeeper's kit. Yeah, it's a bit. Also, I like that the sh- the shorts are the same color. I mm. like that. I like a full kit. Solid, mm. unified. Yeah, like just just like John Terry, like a full kit. Mm. So how are we ranking this one? For me, the home is a is a seven or eight. Yeah, seven for me and a six for the away. Sure. I think that's fair. Alright, uh, last one, is Ooh. it? Or are there two more? Two more. So we've got Valor FC. No. Uh, kind of unoriginal. Uh, Mallorca to me. Belgium E. Looks a bit Belgium. Dark red. The away with the black is trash. The away, Both yeah. of them are trash. The away kit. How would you even describe that? Like black with a red tinge. With like a Wolverine scratch across. No, man. <laughs> yeah. that, for, and even the O for the sponsor, one, one what? One, one soccer. soccer. It also well, has a Wolverine Two of these it. teams could not find a sponsor. So, like, they have one soccer, which is the TV channel. I'll be showing the games. Yeah. Uh, no, I, these are both twos for me, though. All right. Well, here, yeah. I, this one, I think, a bit controversial. York 9. There's wow. a lot of... This is... So, the home kit is white with... That's the home Green kit? and black stripes. And then the away kit is extremely green. With yeah. Can I just say that the home kit tucked in... I saw it tucked in on someone... It looks kind of oh nice. because like those lines come at the because now level. it looks like it's really like it looks like it's too big for this guy that's <laughs> what it really looks like but tucked in it's quite nice fair enough I would and say the green is too goalkeeper again just one solid color is always a goalkeeper yeah I don't know yeah I don't like it I don't like either of them I, I actually can't decide how I feel about this I'm giving home a seven and away a five okay, okay. so right, the winner so is definitely Halifax, Halifax. Halifax winning yep, yep. Yeah. and and the logo as well yeah very nice all right very good. Cool. Are you any of you rushing out to buy one? No. Okay. Not me. Hmm. I, I mean, they're a bit expensive. They're like $119, some of these. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, bro. 
Let, let's have a first season discount because that's that's not. Let's start with a free scarf and then we'll move our way up. I think they did do that for members. To be fair, all right. Uh, well, we look forward to more Canadian Premier League news as the league starts later this month. Uh, but now, now the second best. Let's go to the second best Premier League, the English one, where yeah. Chelsea this afternoon beat West Ham two 0 but it could have been eighteen. It really could. What were West Ham doing? Nothing. Are they on the beach? West Ham. West Ham. West Ham, West Ham are the team that, you know, that, that middle range or even below middle that has nothing to play for? Wolves and Watford and Everton are at least trying to make that a fallacy. And West Ham are like, no, no, we're sticking to type here. We're on, not doing shit. On the beach. Unbelievable. Hazard yeah. stepping up. What a goal. I mean, I, I will point out that Mark Noble couldn't have made less effort to stop him from scoring it. Right. And, you know, as you said when we watched the highlights, the only challenge that actually came in was the guy right at the end who would have given away a penalty. But the quick feet was superb and a good finish too. The way I would look at it is that, in hindsight, Mark Noble, you know, after seeing how the other four got absolutely dismantled and embarrassed, he did the right thing. Stay away. By just <laughs> not getting involved. That's what a captain does. He was able to see ahead mm-hmm. and plan ahead. Mm. And that is what a good He's leader like, does. Nah, that won't be me. Yeah. <laughs> Strategic planning 101 right there. He went, nah, mate. I, the best thing about that noble tackle though is that he literally thought that Hazard was at his level in terms of Hazard. He definitely thought Hazard was going to cut and it was right. Mm-hmm. Like Hazard is this limited player that has to go on his strong foot. And Noble's like, he's coming. Don't worry about <laughs> it. He's coming. And then he's like, okay, you just stay there. Uh, but yeah, brilliant. And the, the, the last, it's almost a flip-flop, but like on two levels. And the finish with the left foot. Fabianski is a brilliant keeper. And to have him rooted like that, yep. it was brilliant. It really was. And, and as we said, we, watched, we just saw the highlights of this and there were so many chances for Chelsea. Uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi played, which was nice. He was very effective. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, again, I mean, Hazard, cheek. Loftus Cheek, yeah, Hazard run the show. Iguain, uh, I mean, from the highlights, we only saw him have one decent chance. And but. didn't get to two ball, like two or three of them that he just didn't get to. Yeah, well, reminiscent sorry. of Argentina. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry did say that he needs to improve mentally and physically. And then he says physically like three times in a row, right? <laughs> yeah. so, so swap, uh, what's his name? Hazard? No, who are we talking about? Higuain. Higuain. Swap him from Morata, same story. So yeah, sorry, oh, yeah. probably said the same exact Nothing thing. Nothing changed. Yeah. The thing is this, Chelsea are known as the least team to bring through youngsters. But they're the team with the worst starting players. So if anything, it, like Hudson-Odoi has to compete with Williams and Petros. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheik has to compete with Kovacic and whoever. Mm-hmm. And Barclays. So, so if anything, well. that's the thing. If anything, it's so easy to come through at Chelsea if you have any sort of potential. I well, think they should. Well, if they have a transfer ban, then maybe finally some kids might get. So, going. are we saying that it's about time Tammy Abraham gets his chance at Chelsea? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I would not go that far. But guys like like Ampadu, who looks really good when he plays for Wales, um, Mason Mount, who's killing it at Derby. Like they've got players. Just give them a chance. This 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 ban might be the best thing to ever happen to them. It might be. Yeah. Save, also, them, save them like 300 million and get some good talent back. But then they have to keep sorry, which I'm not sure they really want to do. Well, that's the thing. So do you think it makes it more likely that they keep sorry or less? Because sorry has had an up and down first season, but he might say, look, if we're going to play my football, I need players that can do it. Because he clearly, like, he's not happy right. with, with these players. Mm-hmm. So if that's his point of view, do the club go, well, then we can't, so we need someone else. But who signs with two transfer bands? Like Lampard. 
That's actually true. Lampard, you can only go young, experienced, Lampard-ish type of guy. That's all you can do if you're going to do the status quo. Lampard's going to end up there and Gerrard's going to end up in Liverpool. These two are, you know, it's like death and taxes. It's going to happen. Yes, absolutely. They just have to make sure that they don't mess up too bad that it becomes like there's no way. Well, Gerrard just stay in in Scotland, mate. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's doing all right. But on on the youngster thing, uh, Hudson Adoy, we all know, contract is up next year. 35 million, 40 million, whatever is what people are saying would be enough to get him. He had a good game today, I thought, albeit against West Ham, but whatever, he's 18. Good game. What does this mean for Chelsea moving forward next season? How do they handle this? Because we're talking about him possibly leaving, Hazard possibly leaving, transfer ban. Can they rely on Hudson Odoi? Can they fix that situation? Sorry seems to be trying to say the right things. I mean, obviously you made your joke last week, but after that, he said <laughs> the right things about, I really liked him this week, and he played much better defensively, and Loftus-Cheek the same, and again, he's becoming better tactically, etc., etc. So it seems to be on the mend, but it might be too late. We are, what, three months away from the season ending and him not having signed a new contract. And if he's in that kind of position of power as an 18-year-old, mm-hmm. yeah. if his agent goes crazy with the demands, they're not going to give it to him. So Hudson Odoi has as much... He's, it's really... There's no Chelsea here. You're saying, what can Chelsea do? Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's all about Hudson Odoi and what he wants to do. And, you know, are Bayern still interested? They've signed a few players. I think players. they are. I think they still are. I, I, honestly, if you're Bayern, if you're Dortmund, if you're even some of Chelsea's Premier League rivals, you might as well come in the summer and test them with a bid. Because if he wants to go, you're right. There's nothing that they're going to be able to do. They have to get rid of him this summer if they're going to not lose him on a free. Or they could sit him down, offer him ridiculous wages, guarantee him a place in the team. Mm-hmm. That's the only other option. Yeah, so, but like after four good games. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. He doesn't actually deserve it. He's a good, promising player, but they're Chelsea being forced into this position where they're going to have to offer him the world to get him to stay. But if you're... You brought up Dortmund. I find that very interesting. If you're Dortmund, do you take... I don't think they'll sell him, but you you take hundred million for Jaden Sancho, and then test the market for Hudson Odoi to replace Jaden Sancho. No, but you take sixty million for Pulisic and then go back, go steal Callum Hudson. <laughs> oh yeah, don't, don't forget Chelsea are getting Pulisic because it's already done. Yeah. so there is that. That's so that's true. a complete unknown. Yeah, like we have no idea. I mean, he hasn't had a good season. He got forced out of the team by Sancho. I, I have an idea. Go on. He's not that good. Well, right, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if he turns out well, it will be a surprise. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, so Chelsea did what they had to do. Hazard again. Let's not. I don't again because you know when he's bad, I stress it. When he's good, we have to talk about it a little bit. Hazard here grabbed the the, the game by the by the neck by the balls, whatever you want to say. He did what he had to do, and this is what we call for. You look at your Twitter feeds, you look at the opinions around you. It's all the same thing. No one says Hazard is not a good player. Impossible. You'd mm-hmm. be a lunatic. It's just let's see it a bit more. Let's see that kind of effectiveness. But again, I was telling you guys today, I feel bad for him almost because he is playing with some very mediocre players as well. The other thing, the flip side of the coin is why hasn't he left yet? Mm-hmm. That's And Alex, your theory is that, well, the change of managers kind of gives hope for change so that yeah. he stays. But this season, he really has to go. It's just have two I transfer so. bans. Like, I think so. But on the, So I do agree that the players aren't that great. But they're only, what, two seasons removed from winning the league? 
what was something like that? Give or yeah. Take. So they were the best team, I think, under Conte. And then the year, there was a year and then the year before under Mourinho. And so Hazard, we forget that he's won but, a yeah, lot of stuff. That's the thing. But Every does he enjoy year. them? Does he enjoy winning the league under Mourinho? Did he enjoy winning the league under Conte? Like, I don't think he had fun. I think he has more fun in seasons like this. I agree. And I think, but that's my point about the manager turnover. Because like, had Mourinho stayed there for four or five years, he would have gone. After mm. two or three. But because there's a change, in comes Conte. Oh, let's see how this goes. couple of years, he wins the league, fine. Can't really yeah, complain. Like, okay. second, yeah, you know, like the constant changeover means that there are these chances for his situation and to improve. he's having a season. 16 goals, 11 assists. He's having a hell of fine, a season. Fine, let's, let's, uh, A question then. Where, where is he in the, in the players of the league? Top three? Like, what do you mean? Like, right now? Best players or like in the league? Time? No, just best players in the Premier League. Just... Forget about yesterday, forget about tomorrow. Just, if you had to name three players. Can, can, we, can we limit this to, like, Wait. attacking players? Because if yeah, you go for Van Dijk, then, like... No, can we limit to attacking players. players in the last, like, eight years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, This isn't, like, well, in, like, in the pantheon of all-time Premier League players, he's not... Not all-time, currently playing. Like, currently playing at the top of their game. You know, you've got the Sterlings, the De Bruyne's, the, okay, the Sanchez's of last year and the year before. Uh, I'll answer your question in a slightly different way. At their best, he's the best player in the league. At their best... The way he has his close control, the way he dribbles, the way he literally, you can't take the Aguero. ball off this guy. And I'm just saying, those skills, Aguero doesn't have those skills, right? Oh, you're talking like, specific. Okay. Those, those skills, unplayable. I, no one is unplayable as him. Better than on, Sanchez at his peak a season and a half ago? Because yes. Sanchez has yes. output. Yes. He's less predictable. Yes. He can go both ways. I, Sanchez even And you cannot take the ball off Hazard if he doesn't want you to That's have it. That's true. I just feel it. that the clinching goal Sanchez has over Hazard. That's like from an attacking output. Like we need to win the game, not just look good. Yeah, I, uh, that's maybe, all. maybe, that's fair. maybe. Anyway, um, ultimately, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest. But this does shoot Chelsea up to third in the league, which is probably the highest they've been all season. No, they were early third. On. They were they were ten games on the, or yeah. Yeah, one in a row. I or completely something forget start. about that. But they are third. They played a game more than City, than Spurs, than Arsenal and United. So it won't last long, probably. But they're there for now, and that is a surprise given. Their form not too long ago. We have to talk about how Arsenal were third, now fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it is. Uh, fifth right now. Fifth. fifth. Uh, United were fourth. They're now sixth. Tottenham were miles you know, in the title race. They're slipped to fourth. This is ridiculous. This oh, is actually ridiculous. As Mo said last week, it's going to interchange so much it, in the next few weeks. You cannot put your money on, on one team. No. It's and impossible. Speaking of races, let's go to the title race. Liverpool... Did the business against Southampton after being 1-0 down. Um, they didn't look good early on at all. Um, but they roared back. I think they've won like 23 points from losing positions or something ridiculous this season. Um, and they won convincingly 3-1 in the end. Salah finally scoring. Mm-hmm. Well, the first 20 minutes was really bad. I remember we were talking during the game and saying Liverpool have to step up a gear here or get lucky or whatever because this is not looking good for them whatsoever. And then that header kind of from Naby Keita came out of nowhere. He headed it against the defender. Brilliant cross from Trent. Trent. Mm-hmm. That Watch me Naby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> ta. Ta, lad. Uh, yeah. Uh, watch me Naby. Um, but yeah, that, that's good for him, for his confidence. And also the good thing for his confidence is that when Klopp made the subs in center mid of Henderson and, and, and Milner, mm. I think he kept Naby Keita on, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he took out whoever it was. Wijnaldum. Uh, Wijnaldum and... Um, someone else. Fabinho or whoever was playing. So that's good for his confidence too. Um, and then Liverpool, I think Mo Salah really just saved him here because, it, again, he hasn't had the best of games, but he popped up with that moment of brilliance that kind of 
we said he has to do if they're going to win the league. Like, mm-hmm. Mane can get all these goals all he wants. Everything is great. But once in a while, you need your star, star player to pop up with a moment. Like that, that run, you know, how tired you are at the end of it, the concentration it takes, the brilliant finish into just the side netting. It was a really good goal. And he needed it. He mm-hmm. needed it. Because he's played like the weight of the world has been on his shoulders. He's taken more shots than is necessary because he's trying to get that goal. So hopefully this will relax him. And if he can... If he can feel more confident and relaxed going to the last few games of the season, that bodes very well for yeah, Liverpool. Absolutely. But even despite the, the run of games without a goal, Salah has now reached 50 in 69 Premier League appearances. Only Alan Shearer and Van Nistelrooy reached that faster. And these these are absolutely strikers. brilliant strikers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, that I first, mean, that first poachers season. in the box. like That's incredibly impressive. And that uh, includes what the 1.5 Chelsea appearances he made as well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of records, I just I just want to do this one. I've got a mini quiz for you guys. So Shane Long opened the scoring for Southampton. He is the fourth Republic of Ireland player to reach 50 goals in the Premier League. Do you know who the other three oh, are? I'm going to name people that are not Republic Niall of Ireland. Niall Quinn, yeah. Damien Duff, and Robbie Keane. Damn, son. Good I was just job. about to say. Did you read the same article? No, I listened to a podcast before this. Uh, <laughs> I have this exact information. <laughs> That's what you say before you give the ads. You go, oh, I already know the ads. Not rattle them off. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. It'll be impressive. If you ask me where I got it from, I'll be honest about where's, it. Where's all that was easy part? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. So, I mean, again, very important three points for Liverpool to put the pressure on City, who didn't play this weekend. Yeah. In the league. But anyway, you're laughing at. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw the next game and uh, Coatesville, and it just made me laugh. Oh. Just remembering. Well, well yeah, we're, we'll get there. We can get there now if you want. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Okay. There's nothing else to talk about with Liverpool here. Sure, no, we're done. Except to ask a question every every week is are they going to win the league or not? And I, we I don't have, know yet. <laughs> I have one more point about Liverpool, which yeah. is that nearly all their goals seem to come from Trent or Robertson whipping the ball in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can someone just stop them doing it? Like if that if I'm coming up against Liverpool, that is the first thing I'm doing. Well, you have Valerie on the right, he's yeah. right, and yeah. then you have I don't know the other dude. Do you Bertrand. actually quite no? What's it? No. Yeah. Van Aanholt, no. Does he play? No, for? no, no. He plays for Palace. Oh yeah, he moved. You talking about Redmond up front? Yeah, I know. So it's like, what are you gonna do? Like he's so good. What's his name? Robertson is so good. But if you stop them, then you know they have weapons in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's very, very difficult. I'm just saying someone's got to right. try. All right, let's move on. Everton won, Arsenal nil. Uh, Arsenal were utterly horrendous. I, I mean, they, their away form has been shocking. I think they lost seven out of the last 11 away games. They don't have one clean sheet away from home. It, Not one clean sheet un- away from home unreal. all season. What? Not one clean sheet away from home. The only other team to do that is Ipswich. That's the exalted company. Not one. Arsenal's away record is... You have to put it in context of the four divisions. Like you can't just, <laughs> yeah. like you're saying it's the bad. worst. No, no, but like it's actually that like last season was the worst in four divisions. Like mm-hmm. it's not. It's so bad that you can't just limit it to Premier League analysis. You have to. <laughs> have to <laughs> what about Europe? What's yeah, you have to like transverse the three other leagues below <laughs> and then start talking non-football. It's that bad. So like, you've been on great form recently. I've just been playing at home. Or yes, what? Like, yeah, what's happening? Yeah. Well, that's the problem. This is the thing when people say Arsenal are definitely going to make top four. Is that four of our next six are away. And it's a way to like giant killers. It's a way to walk for it. The less the wolves, wolves are home against wolves. wolves away. So okay. we've got some very tough for Arsenal away games. And the way they played against Everton, I mean, yes, Everton did beat Chelsea and everything, but it's not just the result. It's the difference in attitude, the difference in how you approach the game, the mental difference in how you play at home versus away is shocking. I thought that, um, and I said this on the thread, 
Idrissa Gay tackled everything. Mm. And that just was an indication of the attitude. Him, Richarlison, Sigurdsson especially, they wanted everything. And I thought this was a game where Guendouzi was scared. I just thought he saw the challenge and he went, I'm not, I'm not here for this. That could to do with also his yellow card in like the fourth minute. Yeah, that was so small. unnecessary. Yeah. But also, it is un- like we talk about everything's midfield doing really well. We also had a midfield of Guendouzi and El Neni. Like, imagine a Torreira in there or even a Shaka with the form he had this season. It just, be- it's also, unfor- and Ramsey, the form he's been in and mm. he's been on the bench. Like, it's also not a game you want to throw El Neni into. I mean, for, well, for, for Unai Emery, no game is a game he wants to throw El Neni into. He doesn't pick him unless he absolutely has to. Yeah. The, so that's not a good sign. The problem with this was that, and I couldn't understand it, you had one shot in the second half, one I believe. Exactly. Do not miss chance to blow, which you did. <laughs> And it was Ramsey, whatever, open that kind of... No, no, but Ramsey came on and absolutely changed how we look. Like, that's how good he's been this season. He changed how you look, but you still didn't have a shot. No, no, no. Which was unacceptable. Sure, the whole game was unacceptable. Everything was unacceptable. Uh, Should we get to (laughs) Kozel? That was fun. So, Kozel, after having a, a, like, typically nothing away performance, gets substituted with 20 minutes to go, Arsenal looking for a goal, and then... What was going on? Well, like, Mustafi did that crazy tackle, which the whole world knows <laughs> he's mistiming it except him. Yeah. Like, everybody yeah. is like, why are you going for the door? Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. No, sorry, do you know what was really funny about that? Was he had, um, he was ahead of Lukman, I think. Yeah, it, was. yeah, it wasn't Lukman. And then, and then was, he decided. Uh, was it no, no oh, Calvert, Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, Calvert-Lewin. Oh. Then he slowed down. And then Calvert Lewin took over. (laughs) Well, he slowed down because he doesn't have the cap, the mental ability to realize that, like, how can you gauge the speed of the running? He doesn't understand momentum. No. (laughs) And then he tackled him with his left foot because he wanted to shield. And when he realized he got past him, he then swept him with his right foot. So there's a bit of commotion down on the touchline, right? The managers are going at it a little bit, and Meza. He's like two, two, two <laughs> steps behind. From two rows back, lobs his coat, ostensibly at Una Emery. No, I think it was at, because Una Emery was having a, a, a little scuffle. You think you're trying to get Marco Silva? With Marco Silva. <laughs> and he literally just throws this big ass, like Arthur Wenger type coat across, and it lands like on, like near both of them. And I was like, what if that just went on top of Emery? <laughs> then yeah. what? Well, then it's he hates Emery. Bro, if that goes on top of Emery's all-time Premier League funniest moments yeah. immediately. Wait, seriously. This, but then if he hits Marco Silva as a five-game man or something, like, 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 nothing would have been good. The, the thing is, on TV, all you saw was the coat. Yeah. And then later on Twitter, you see this old... Like, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I thought I was a fan. I really <laughs> He got up from three rows back, because you know the Everton dugout has three rows, and he just lobs this thing. I, I don't know. Oh, Anyways. Um, yeah, horrendous game. Everton played extremely well. The first, yes. ten, Arsenal is a ten, first 10 minute team. Set the tone. What Arsenal are you going to get? Everton were first to every challenge, every tackle. They were brilliant. Bernardo's playing like his life depended on it. Not just an attack. He was doing unbelievable stuff in, in defense. It was like, wh- who is this and what are you doing? This was the most committed yeah. Everton team I've seen in a long time. Not yeah. that I watch them every week, but... Mm. They've clearly been very inconsistent this season, and I think they might have the opposite, well, the same thing that Arsenal do, in that I think they're pretty good at home, and I think they're not very good away. But they get the atmosphere going at, at you know, what's the state? Goodison Park, and it's small, it's tight, and when they go at you, they do have a lot of physical players. Gomez and, and Gay in the middle were extremely good, but not only that, they were tough. They were tough yep. as nails. And Gomez was dictating this game. 
Also, like Gomez has been killing it. Yes. He really has with the immaculate hairstyle. Gomez. Yeah. Remember when he used to make fun of him at Barca? You you used to do it all the time. Yeah. So. But yeah. it's just Everton now, so it's not <laughs> that. Like he still. He found his level. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. But, I, but the I right think, side of yeah. Arsenal. Go on. Sorry, your left side at uh, Everton's right. Kolasinac yeah. cannot defend for anything. He was, anything. He had a bad game. Like Richarlison and then Walcott just were <laughs> running past this guy like he was not there. He had a horrendous game. Fifty-five percent. Uh, passing accuracy, it, the whole team like there's nobody except Leno, who Socrates <laughs> and Leno, and now we don't have Socrates for the next two games because he picked up ten, 10 yellows, mm. and this was like the last game he needed to avoid it. That's a so- lot of yellows. Yeah, but Socrates is a brilliant player. Him and Leno did so well. Everybody else was oh, non-existent. Uh, anyways, so yeah. Also, this game showed me that people don't know the rules of football. Go on, uh, Dia, Dino, whatever. Dino. Yeah. I thought it was. A foul throw. Everyone yeah, thought it was a foul well, it throw. Is. It's it not. Is. I, like, on the line. It's not a foul throw. Because the rules actually read this because people brought it up and they said the rule says as long as part of your foot is on the line. That's what rule Wait. and it's article 15 or whatever so it says. This. You're telling me my heel can be on the line when I take a that throw is exactly and my what whole it says. foot is inside? That's exactly what it says. That's and it kind of, shocked me when I saw it. But that's it. that kind of makes sense because it's like the ball. When you take the corner, it has to be... You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be in the little circle. It has to just be touching the line. Yeah. So that, you know how weird it would look if players took throw-ins like a yard in, or yeah. like not a yard, a foot in. I mean, if anything, there's the stupid ones. They haven't been doing it. Yeah, that's why it surprised me. I was like, that's legal. That surprised the hell out of me. Luca Dean, right? head of the curb. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a break. That's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect. Fraud. Ow. <laughs> So, for fraud or goat, we're going uh, Michael Owen. Yep, we decided to go uh, full English. Absolutely. What is that again? Uh, it's a breakfast. It's a breakfast. Oh, right. yeah. Sausage Eggs, and beans, beans toast, mm. all, all the, you know, mushrooms, all the works. Mm. It's bloody good, to yeah. be fair. Okay. Um, so, Michael Owen, uh, I think he's a goat. Uh, I think his voice might sound like an actual goat. <laughs> he owns a horse yeah. farm. <laughs> I, I think he... Okay, I'm going to tell you why he's a goat. Not, his stats are brilliant. Like, there's not... Everything that Liverpool... Are great. they yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he scored nothing less than 20 goals or whatever. He scored one in eight for Stoke. That's Stoke, not Liverpool. Just saying. Yeah, he had Charlie Adam feeding him the through ball. Yeah. What do you want, you know? And he had the best goals per minute ratio at Real Madrid. He would yeah. he did brilliantly at Real Madrid and then decided to leave, which takes balls, right. by the way, just to leave for. Does it? Because I think they were like, sure, see ya, don't care. I feel like you need two <sighs> knees to be a goat. Oh, I've seen one-legged, uh, one, one-legged goats. Billy Goat. No, oh. like three-legged goats. Not also, one-legged. I think Owen spent a year in the hotel. And did nothing to try and ingratiate himself very anyone. Very Gareth Bale, very David Moyes, very <laughs> British of him, isn't yes, it? it really is. Which is fraudulent behaviour. Mm. Um, so what do you got, Bernie? Why is he a goat? Come on. <sighs> Michael Owen, again, I said, spectacular record. Won mm. a lot of trophies. At Liverpool, he d- did that whole cup treble thing. Won the Ballon d'Or, although he should never have won the Ballon d'Or. But right. still, to be in that conversation is wonderful. And he did something that other Liverpool legends have not done. Won the league. Right. He did not with, that. Not with Liverpool. Yeah, but he did it at United. Just but having then, the nows to make that move and this, do that. This is all good and well, but then his punditry career Horrendous. has to be included in this. <laughs> well, it just has to be. I think anything from Real Madrid on has been an utter disaster. Newcastle, 
United, yeah, he won the league, but he didn't, you know, he didn't do anything. And let's just, let's talk about the fraudulent of moving to Manchester United yes. in the first place yes. after being a Liverpool legend. And yes. then he wonders why they don't like him. You know, look, he started in '97. That was his first proper season, mm-hmm. and he left Madrid in '05. That is eight seasons, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, eight seasons is all he did top level football. That's it. And while it is five more than Ronaldinho, it is still not... It's only half of his I, career. I mean, That's we've it. been here talking about players that did, f- like, five years of anything being useful. <laughs> and then, and then the, said, we can't blame them for the second half of their careers. Somehow also <laughs> always gets into this From me. 2005 oh, wow. till 2013, at the next eight years of his career... He did nothing. He did absolutely nothing for did half he of Did he or did he not score... In a cup final for Manchester United, win the league, score a hat-trick in the Champions League, and score a winner against Man City. Was, Are there those things that happened? He yes. Was Therefore, GOAT. He was massively carried by United being a very good wait, team. Wait, wait, wait. That goal against United when he what, subbed on and scored it, like played one minute in yeah. that game? Yeah. Listen, cult hero, bro. Tap that's, in. that's it. Tap that's in it. Merchant. He gave me banter against Liverpool for the rest of my life. GOAT. Okay, here's another reason he's a fraud, right? I think in, in the early to mid-2000s or something, he won, like, FHM Sexiest what? Man in the UK. No! Yes, he did. No! Which is a massive... No, okay, I've, I've turned. I've Thank turned. you. Thank fraud, you. fraud, absolutely. I think we, 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 we rest our case. <laughs> that's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect. Fraud. <laughs> the FA Cup. The romantic competition. Still alive. That is going to be won... By the country of Qatar. Manchester City won. Don't try the UAE seriously. Oh, yeah, sorry. Your geography right conflated. Alex. Getting them conflated. Why? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah true. Because UAE owns. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. Abu anyway. Dhabi. Although, who's, which one of them is on the board? Is it of UEFA? Is it uh, Khalifa? No. I think What's it, the name of the Qatar? Yeah, it's either, it's either the PSG, Nasser, yeah, whatever. He's one. Or the city chairman. Uh, I think it's a PSG one. Mubarak. I think about it. Yeah, Mubarak. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, anyway, whatever. They're all doing whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> and City did whatever they wanted against Brighton, sort of. Except the City weren't really very good. Jesus scored within, like, four minutes. And then, nothing, yeah. and then nothing really happened. City just cruising through. They're in the final. Another final. Well, the, 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 the quadruple is still alive. Mm-hmm. It's still on. Pep the, obviously denying it. Yeah, he has to. Has to. Uh, but they've, got, they've now got Spurs three times in a week. Yep. So, Champions League, League, Champions League again. Yep. They should be fine. They should be. They can uh, rotate pretty uh, much their whole eleven. Unless Spurs <laughs> surprise the hell out of us. But sorry, on this game, the only thing that really happened was Walker should have got sent off. Yes, he should. That except for that, nothing else happened in the game. Yeah. This was a semi-final. Yeah. Yeah. They played at Wembley. Yeah. Right. So what do you mean they now face Spurs three times in the Champions League? And the Premier League and Champions League again. Yeah, like the next three games, I think, are Spurs. Like, this game was so inconsequential, oh. we moved on to talk about the future games. No, yeah, I was a bit confused. I was like, are they playing Spurs in the final? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no. in a three-legged okay. final. <laughs> yeah. Also, okay. it's Spurs. They're not yeah. in the final of any Lads. Um, yeah, so they, they didn't do very well. Brighton actually put on a, a great fight. Great. Yeah, yeah they, a they shift. Tried. They put in a shift. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly on uh, Jesus. He has 12 goals in 15 cup appearances. And he has six goals in 25 league appearances. Mm-hmm. So, you know what to do. Play him in the cup. Yeah. yeah. Too and bad no one's there to watch him, though. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It was pretty bad. It was yeah. pretty bad. I mean, would you go? I mean, yeah. He's, he's in line for uh, one Jesus, four cups. <laughs> what? 
Jesus. Literally. Wow. Right. <laughs> what for three Wolves two? The more the more entertaining of the FA Cup semi-finals. Uh, Wolves went 2-0 up. Him, can we talk about him and his goal? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. Bernie, do you need to lie down? Well, it just killed me. <laughs> Sorry, it just came to my mind. <laughs> Anyways, yes, this is the better game. Wolves went up. 2-0 in their beautiful white kit. Mm. Um, Jimenez with the chest and volley. Oh, mm. brilliant. Mm. And uh, Darty with the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> first goal. He's like, what? how can I describe this very English or very Irish-British Isles thing that he did? Mohamed went full Egyptian for him. It was a double kick, a header back post. Anyways, he put it in after some good work by someone else down the wing. <laughs> <laughs> so Wells went to the lab and oh, don't forget, Jimenez brought up the mask, the Wolves mask, mm. uh, when it was 2-0. And it looked for the whole world that Wolves are going to get to the final. Um, and then De La Feo. De La Feo came on and did his thing. He did the remontanda. Uh, a what for a remontanda. <laughs> scoring two goals, uh, one in extra time to take it through. The that first goal delightful being... Chip. Absolute world class. Yeah. Absolute Barca Academy stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, when Dini saw that go in, he like had to lie down for a second. He, he Dini... couldn't understand the physics of how that worked. Pozuelo or... Uh, no, this one. De, De La Feo. This De La one. Feo. Just De... because he's under, he's under tighter pressure. It's also the, the flick. The stakes are higher. The, also, the we said Pozuelo meant it 93%. 93%. Yeah. This he meant 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was lovely. It was a lovely goal from a from a weird but talented, inconsistent player who sometimes just does brilliant stuff. Well, this it's is nice. why this is the kind of player that doesn't make it out of Barcelona yeah. but makes it out of Watford because Barcelona needs you every minute, every week. Yeah. With Watford, you can do this once in a while. You make the highlight reels, etc. Et exactly. Yeah. So Watford uh, against Manchester City in the cup final. My question is not who will win because we already know that, but will Watford just kind of give up everything else until then. You know how some teams when they get to the final, they, the league position doesn't matter. Are they just going to chill until then? Probably. Uh, but I don't see why because it's going to be 4-0 in this <laughs> final. So just have fun in the rest of the games in the league. This is then, the thing. You know. I don't think Wolves or the management or whatever will put it away. But I think when a player knows that they have one in a lifetime chance to play in the FA Cup final, you're not going to that 50-50. You're not going up for that header. You are not like... Players individually, it happens where you go, you know what, I want to play in the cup final. I'm not going to, you know, get this tackled mm-hmm. here for a useless game where I'm already in mid-table and I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, especially um, if you're Troy Dini and you only have so much energy to give. Exactly. You know? Like, exactly. after he went to jail, if he doesn't play in the FA Cup final, it's all it's been a story waiting. It's a story waiting but to be written. he's been dying to get that out. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Just, I'm tired of his jail talk with him anyway. Yeah, but, it's, 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 well, it's all part of the romantic sizing or whatever yes. of the FA Cup. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, sorry, I was annoyed that Watford won this game. Mm. Because as much as City are the best team and they should beat anybody, Wolves, to me, are the team of the whoever 100%. was left that I thought could at least have given them a game. Yeah. I just don't think Watford are going to give them a game compared to what Wolves could could have done. Agreed. It's a shame. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's happening. Um, when is the FA Cup final? Does everyone know? Eh, May. Oh, the, oh yeah, that's like the, the last, almost the last game of the season, right? Mm. Yeah. Cool. Well, City to win that one and yep. uh, get one, get get a cup in and three more to go. Sure. Liverpool against Porto. This is the first Champions League. Is it the first? I think it's the first Champions League game this week. 
Liverpool will have been absolutely delighted to get Porto in the draw out of the options. This is probably the best they could have asked for. And I think they'll smash them. I know, I know Mahan wants us to be conservative with our opinions about this because we said that City would smash Sharka and then they lost to them, but then they went and smashed them. So right, but, but we I'm predicted confident. an earlier smash. The smash yes, was later. Agreed, but, I, but the smash still happened, and I think it will happen again. I don't think they'll smash them, I think they'll go through. I, I, because the Liverpool that we've seen for six months has not been a team capable of smashing anybody except for Arsenal. That's it. They smashed Bayern. Excuse me? What was the score? Excuse in that, in me, that sir? Game? Hold on a second. What was, was the score in that know, game? Like 3 0 or something? It wasn't that bad. The first leg was 0 0, and they won the next one, what, 2? 2 or 3? They smashed them the second time. What Same was the score? City. 2 or 3. I don't think they scored three. I think they did. Did they? Yeah, yeah I think four? they did. Okay. No, on the performance-wise, yes. But this is not going to happen to the we'll see. Just I because mean... I said so. <laughs> now we can go back to the earlier thing I said. What's your problem? No, nothing. I'm moving on. My, my problem is just that I, I don't think... I think what you're saying is, is true. I don't think Liverpool are going to smash anybody. If anything, I think Liverpool have one wobble in them until the end of the season. I just don't know whether they pick it in the Champions League or they pick it in the league. Well, Salah said that... He wants to win Champions League, but he's going to put that aside to win the league. Because the fans. Maybe this is a, a time that they wobble a little bit, but eh, we'll see. Um, Spurs City? Spurs City. Well, the first of the of the trident of games. Mm. I mean, I think if anyone's going to give City a game, it might be Spurs. It's weirdly, I don't know. It's, I know they haven't been on form, etc., etc., but Spurs have these games in them. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Any of these teams could, could have, have a good night. I, I honestly think Barcelona against Manchester City would be the best matchup. I would love to see that at some In point. the final, if possible. Yeah, if possible. Um, Spurs have a chance, but they're going to have to pull off two absolutely perfect games. For me, what will be interesting is how they approach it. Because there are two ways to play City. You either drop deep and you try and suffocate them and then hit them on the break, which Spurs have done a lot in the Champions League with the back five and then Son and Kane up front. Or you go and press them, like Liverpool do when they play City. Mm -hmm. But then you have to be on it. The mm -hmm. whole game, you have to be on it. Everyone has to go and press at the same time. You can't get it wrong, or they'll put three past you. So it will be interesting to see how Spurs try to go about this. Well, the I, thing is with... Sorry, back to no, Liverpool. No. Liverpool, City, and Spurs. I don't know what Porto are doing in the league, but... Probably winning it. Probably. So these three in Liverpool, City, and Spurs still have a lot to play for in their domestic league. A lot. Liverpool mm -hmm. and City, we know, and Spurs is trying, are trying to make the top four. You know, that, that Champions League finish is so important for the stadium and the money and etc. etc. that, you know, there is a lot of balance that the managers have to do between these games. It's not going to be easy at all. Well, it becomes weird for Spurs because when they were in that, you know, comfortably in third or whatever, you could have said, yeah. if they had maintained their form until this point, maybe rest a couple players in games leading up to this. Yep. Now they don't have that opportunity. And early in the season, they got beaten 3-1 by City and it was pretty easy and they were at home. City were away. So, for me, this could be the one where City win maybe 2-0 and then 2-0 again or something right. like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, if there's an upset, I feel it might be the next one. Ajax Juve. I know Juve are very solid. They grind out the result in the end. Anything can happen. But I just feel like, you know, if Ajax have a day, they could run rings around this older Juve side. They're just younger. They have youth. Yeah. They, I, I think in a one-off game... I'm not sure I'd bet against it. Over two legs. The thing is, Juve love an inexperienced opposition. They did it with Spurs last year. They love it when they, the opposition's a bit naive and they love to like mm -hmm. just hack you down and disrupt your rhythm and do, the, do all the you know, Italian old school know-how things and get the job done. And I, 
I know we said that Real Madrid would beat Ajax, but who didn't? Yeah. And I know, I, can Ajax really perform to that level again against a team who defends a lot better than Real Madrid? I don't think so. I think it's all about Allegri here because Allegri is not the type of manager who will let them um, just take it easy. They will not take their eye off the ball. I think he's going to be meticulous in his preparation here. I don't think Real Madrid at that point even knew who they were as a football club. And as a result, Ajax could have their way with them. I, I just think it's going to be Juventus coming out on top here. Yep. Okay, I, I think this might be an upset. Right, or fine. very close. Maybe, it's, it's, like, maybe like a draw and Juve go through an away goal or something. But it depends also. Is Ronaldo back? I know he said he's going to be back, but is he back? I know he's been, he's been out for the last two league games. You know, that's a big factor. I think Juve without Ronaldo are a whole different idea. Yeah, they're Moise Ken's team. Yeah. Yeah. Kid is killing it. Uh, Manchester United versus Barcelona. Bernie, do you have a chance? No, 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 no. Factual. Forget the emotion, forget the heart, forget all that stuff, forget the little boy inside. Forget the emotional protection. Listen, I said this before, I think we're going to lose this. The, the problem is, I said we were going to lose to PSG. I, again, I'm not saying that we're going to, I don't think we'll win it. But it's very difficult in this Champions League after seeing, you know, last run of results, not just United, whatever. And I go, okay, fine, like, but it could happen, but I don't think so, but it could. Ashley Young loves to give a free kick away. <laughs> and Messi loves to take a free kick. So, you know, just with those odds, I don't know, no. look, everything is possible. It's not going to happen. But on paper... Like, even if United get a draw at home, there is no way Barcelona should not score two, three goals at the camp now. Yeah, no, no, no this, isn't, this isn't going to happen. I don't, I don't think it's... I think the only thing that you could possibly say is that Roma did it last year, and if Barcelona aren't careful, it could happen again. Sure, but I'm just not sure I say it. But Roma had the Greek god coming down from the mountains, to, and United don't have Greatest that. piece of commentary oh. I've ever heard in my entire life. The thing is, it's so hard when you're trying to do these predictions to go just regular. Like, everybody says, yes, Barcelona, Juve, City, and Liverpool. Or do you go with, like, well, there's always the caveat, well, anything can happen. Obviously, this is why betting is not waterproof. Right. But, like, how do you go ahead with, I don't know how to predict these. Yeah, okay, fine, Barca's going to win. But then they don't. Then what? This is the they one will. where <laughs> if, if there's an upset, this is one I could pick just because it's very uh, Barcelona a better team, but United can pull off a free United is still a big team. Yeah. I can they certainly can see Rashford skinning PK on the exactly. break. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Martial or Rashford just on the break getting like a, a goal against the play. I could just... It could, be one of those, it could be one of those where like Nothing gets past De Gea, like a, the Tottenham game, whatever, and then you sneak one and then you hold. I don't know. It, it could happen as opposed to, I think, Juve will just run over Ajax in the end of it. Come Honestly, on. and Mohamed will be delighted by this, but it's just really important. It's so hard to look past the Messi factor. You're just like, you're not going to keep impossible. him out. You're not going to keep him out for 180 minutes. Mate, free kick, goal. Nemanja Matic will pull down somebody. It's going to happen. Absolutely will pull down someone. <laughs> and then you're going to go... Well, that's a penalty yeah. from outside the box, <laughs> so whatever. Yeah. All right, let's stay on Barcelona. They beat Atleti 2-0 uh, in the league to almost wrap up La Liga. Like, well, they're pretty much done, right? But this was, speaking of a, a you know, De Gea masterclass potentially, this was an Oblak masterclass. He saved everything until, what, 79 minutes was the first Barcelona goal? Yeah, yeah late. Um, just a phenomenal performance from the goalkeeper uh, for Atleti. Until the last 10 minutes and that, that first goal, the Suarez hit, which it had to be perfect. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. inside the post. But I thought Oblak, 
the ball was under his arm, not next to his arm. It was. I thought, I thought he would look back with the kind of standard that he set for himself and think that he should have saved that one. He well, was he, probably exhausted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he deserved a rest. You just can't keep doing that. It like, seems oh. like Barcelona always wrap up La Liga in a in a game versus Atleti. Yeah. And because it's this thing, I follow like Barcelona and Messi a bit close on Twitter and stuff, but it's always like, the, the Barca fans are always talking about when Messi comes up against Atleti, he seals the La Liga. It's always. Every season... Simeone hasn't beaten Barcelona in 15 attempts. Mm-hmm. It's actually an insane stat. Just, just, just saying that, which is hilarious to me, is that... So, you're saying he always comes up against Messi and loses in the league. And I go, yeah, and they come up against Ronaldo and lose in the championship. It's like, these guys are... They've been just destroyed by the best. Well, and that's all- why they can never get to that height, because they don't have that. Well, they've also been unlucky that at this incredible team that they've built over the last, whatever, five seasons or whatever it's been, that they have the likes of the Real Madrid's and the Barcelona's that have a Messi and Ronaldo at full peak as the best players to ever play this, this game of football. So yeah. it's another one of those where, which is why Simeone's achievements have to be put in context with that in he mind. He did win the league and break yeah, it up for Yeah, he did win the league. He did get to a Champions League final. He was a Ramos header away in the final minute. Like, two Champions League two finals. Yeah, yeah. so... But... So, my issue with Simeone... It's not Simeone. It's just Diego Costa at this point. Fraud. I'm so upset with Diego Costa as a football player. It's just... And as a human being. Like, honestly, just chuck the guy. He's so ridiculously overrated. Yeah, but the next option is Morata. Better than Diego Costa. Morata's been doing well. Right now? He's been doing well. Right now, you have to go with that. It's ridiculous. I mean, Costa pushed hard for this move back to Atleti. It's the move he wanted. Atleti spent 60 million euros to bring him back. They sold him for 32. Like mm-hmm. they, but that was a massive outlay for them, and he's scored I think th- it's like five goals maybe since he got back like almost two years ago now. Yeah, it's, it's a joke. It's it's ridiculous, and and you can't even rely on him to stay on the pitch. Right, like you can rely on him to not stay on the pitch. So yeah. this is the inverse of that. He's yeah. reliable. Yeah, he's yeah. reliable. So, I guess so. Um, and do you hear what he said to the ref? Did yeah, you see that? Like he, he said something he about like, his mother. His mom is a. A whore or something along those lines. No, no, no. The funny thing was, it was worse, wasn't it? Did I shit on your mother? Oh! <laughs> and then the was like, okay, bathroom yeah. that way. Yeah. I shit on your ability to stay on the pitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it was Mike Dean, he really would have said that. Yeah, he really would have. Oh man, hey, what a what a ridiculous human being. I mean, imagine being an athletic player. You battle through like forty three minutes. You're like, okay, this is going all right. Well, the last thing you need is to go down to 10 men. Yeah. And it wasn't even a decision against Costa. He it wasn't like he'd been given a foul against. It was He just didn't get a foul given against him, against mm. the opposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, ridiculous. He literally just loses his mind. Yeah. And he has no control over his emotions. These are not intentional. This is not like riling this guy up or that guy up. This is actually him losing his... Sanity. You know what ruined him? What? Rob Holding bantering him off in the FA Cup him, final yeah. a couple of years ago. So that's a fraud. We should have done Diego Costa. Let's go to Italy just for a second. Uh, Juve, who we were discussing earlier, beat AC Milan 2-1. Piontek scored his 21st goal of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but Juve, obviously, obviously, winning it in the last few minutes with a Moise Ken goal. And Bonucci, the first on the scene to celebrate, to try and, you know... Damage limitation PR. His reputation. Some PR. Oh, he made the mistake too. So he conceded. Oh, for, for he was also for Milan's goal. And the funny part is, Twitter was celebrating that. Because they're <laughs> like, you see you next Tuesday. Yes. And Both then he celebrated. Cel- yeah, yeah, he saved you, blah, blah, blah. But you may have this ability to grind these results out when they have not had the best of games. Yep. And the thing is, like, how, like, 
when something happens so often, does it stop being luck? Yeah, of course. Or is it just how they are? Like, yeah, it's just too many times this happened. Too many times. Again, Juve are unwatchable right now. They're just sure. unwatchable. Mm-hmm. Moise can once in a while, yes, but like over 90 minutes, it's just, there's not much happening. No, it's not fun. No. It's not fun. But, you know. But that's how they want it to be. Yeah. That's how Allegri want. Allegri does not like fun. Remember when he told you guys, you, you see this fun, we just lost. Back to no fun. <laughs> remember, I remember us telling Juve fans after the press conference to just not attend the games. He's clearly going to shut shop mm-hmm. and that's it. Anyways, he, um, yeah, he, he has the ability to grind these results out and make it work. So um, good for them. They're top of the league. They're going to win by a gazillion points. Napoli are like losing left, right and center. Napoli are 20 points behind. The the more interesting thing is the third and fourth. Up until a couple of weeks ago, Inter and Milan had been neck and neck for that third position. But now Inter on 57, Milan on 52, and Atalanta on 52 as well, and Roma on 51. So Milan, from having been in a very strong position to qualify for the Champions League, are now in a position where they could very well lose. The Spurs of Syria. Yeah. What else? Who else are we talking about? Toronto FC. Yeah. 2-2. Against Chicago Fire. Undefeated still? Desmond Tutu. Wow. For some reason, that just put boot trust, boot trust, boot trust, boot trust, golly, into my head. That's very good. (laughs) I'm shocked that you didn't come up with this before he did. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Get in, son. It's finished. He's a fraud, He's a fraud. All these intros, you're right. I'm writing next week's intro, mate. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) Um, Pozuelo, uh, another assist, this time for Altidore. A lovely little dink. Well, actually, it's a really nice cross. Altidore must love him. He's yeah. just giving him the ball on platters. Yes. And then uh, Altidore actually assisted Osorio for the second to equalize after TFC went 2-1 down. So Osorio, the big Canadian hope. Yeah. Although, you know who, who is no luck? So, uh, Alex Bono in goal a couple of years ago in the, champions, in the, the championship winning season was phenomenal. phenomenal. Now he's trash. I don't know what... It's as if he's being controlled. Remember when Gary Neville said it looked like David Luiz is being controlled by someone with a PlayStation controller? Yeah. Yeah. Alex Bono is like someone's pressing triangle to make him run out. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's well, just horrible. Well, they did someone on Twitter compare him to Manuel Almunia at one point? Yes. Yeah. Like the good Almunia or no, the no. bad Almunia? No. Oh, just Almunia. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you said the good Almunia. <laughs> the Almunia versus I mean, Wasn't Drogba. there Almunia when, when at Watford or whatever? Was yeah. It, wasn't he good? Wait, you're talking about another Almunia? No, no, no. no. Like, Almunia won Watford? Yes, yeah. and he won the championship playoffs. Or oh, wait, was it him in that oh, video? He yeah. saved the he penalty saved the and then went the other way? Yeah. Okay, that's a good highlight. In yeah, your life. yeah. Uh, the only other Toronto I've seen you is uh, linked with Iron Robin. Mate, if, he, if Iron Robin comes, I'll buy a season ticket. Even at 35, I'll the go and watch. The gif of take my money, that's, what's, that's how it's in my head right now. I'll go and watch that. Where, uh, where should Almunia finish his career? On the moon. No. In a golf country. Al Munia. <laughs> of the Munia family. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the Altador? Well, and he's unimpressed. I liked it. I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> I think, though, it's a very natural place to leave the pod. Yes. So we will talk to you next week. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com. Thank you.